hey, look at this. It's the midpoint of the week. It's Wednesday already. It's Minnesota Today from NPR News for Wednesday, February 8th. I'm Kathy Worzer. A quiet and warm day today. Sunny skies, highs in the lower 30s to the lower 40s. The rest of the forecast in a few. Stories we're watching. President Biden will be in the region today. His Vice President Kamala Harris in Minnesota tomorrow. Both will tout the agenda Biden laid out in his State of the Union address last night. The president will be in Madison, Wisconsin today at a union training center. Vice President Harris will be in St. Cloud tomorrow to talk about electric vehicles and how they could boost the economy and protect the environment. According to KNSI Radio in St. Cloud, Sartell, Minnesota, recently announced the installation of 16 EV chargers in that city. MnDOT also announced the installation of chargers along I-94. Governor Tim Wall says he's not worried about a threat of legal action against Minnesota's new carbon-free energy law. Wall signed the bill into law yesterday that requires Minnesota utilities to get all of their electricity from carbon-free sources. They need to do this by 2040. North Dakota officials on Monday set aside $1 million for a possible lawsuit challenging the law. I trust that this bill is solid. I trust that it will stand up because it was written to do exactly that. And just to be clear, Minnesota is not staking our future on coal and carbon, and I can't speak for our neighbors, but I think it would be more productive to join us and move the rest of the country in this direction. North Dakota leaders say the law could violate the Interstate Commerce Clause of the Constitution. Currently, some Minnesota utilities buy coal, natural gas, and oil generated from North Dakota, but under the Minnesota law, those sources would have to be phased out by 2040. North Dakota officials say Minnesota does not have the authority to tell them what to do. Minnesota lawmakers are taking another run at clamping down on catalytic converter transactions. It's an effort to deter theft of the valuable car exhaust devices. Brian Baxt has more. Insurance industry statistics put Minnesota among the states with the most catalytic converter thefts. Replacing them is expensive for vehicle owners. A bill before the legislature would further restrict transactions involving the devices, which are stolen for precious metals they contain. Scrap dealers would have to keep additional records and could only purchase converters with vehicle ID markings. Joe Baki is a special agent in the Commerce Department's Fraud Bureau. This marking requirement uh, will make it a lot easier for law enforcement to deal with those people that they're stopping uh, at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, rolling around with a half a dozen catalytic converters that they don't have any explanation for how they ended up in the back of their car. Federal authorities made arrests in Minnesota last year tied to a national catalytic converter theft ring. Brian Baxt, NPR News, at the Capitol. A bill working through the legislature aims to protect providers and patients from out-of-state laws seeking to criminalize abortion access. The bill would, among other things, prohibit extradition of people charged in another state where there are criminal or civil penalties for abortion within their borders. Representative Esther Egbadje is one of the bill's sponsors. With Minnesota essentially becoming an island within the upper Midwest to provide abortion and reproductive care, it is critical that we act to protect patients and providers in Minnesota and those coming from out of state to seek that care. The bill would also provide additional protections around health records related to reproductive care. It passed out of the House Judiciary and Civil Law Committee yesterday. It's now headed to another committee. Minnesota lawmakers get $48,250 a year for serving in the legislature, and today the Legislative Salary Council meets to look at current salaries. In 2016, voters approved a constitutional amendment that mandates lawmaker salaries be determined by the council. The group is made up of 16 members appointed by the governor and chief justice of the Supreme Court.
In other news, another encampment of homeless people has been dismantled in Minneapolis. Yesterday, MnDOT closed down the encampment near Lake Street and Hiawatha Avenue. 35 to 40 people were living there in tents. Advocates for the homeless are opposed to the way the encampments have been cleared. Colleges on the Iron Range and the Blandin Foundation are partnering to address a workforce shortage. Kirsty Marone has more. Northeast Minnesota faces unique economic challenges. The unemployment rate is at an all-time low, but the rate of people participating in the workforce is significantly lower than the statewide average, while the poverty rate is higher. Talia Palmer is president of the Blandin Foundation. Employers of every sector are struggling with employment right now and looking for the labor force to come up. We have two jobs open for every worker in northern Minnesota, and that's a phenomenon that's happening in rural Minnesota. With that in mind, Blandin is providing a $3 million grant to Minnesota North College, which includes six Iron Range campuses. The Aspire North initiative aims to reach underrepresented groups who may face barriers to attending college or workforce training and provide them support with tuition, childcare, transportation, or other needs. I'm Kirsty Marone, Brainerd. In sports, the Timberwolves lost to the Nuggets last night in Denver, 146-112. to The Wolves play the Jazz in Utah tonight. And a basketball game between the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the University of Illinois was postponed last night. The game was canceled because of COVID-19 health and safety protocols within the Minnesota program. Today's forecast, sunny skies, pretty quiet. Highs in the low 30s and lower 40s. There's a winter storm watch that goes into effect Tomorrow for Houston County in the far southeastern corner of the state. Tomorrow cloudy, chance of snow, highs in the upper 20s to the mid-30s. Colder on Thursday night, Friday clear with highs of 18 to 24 degrees. And the weekend looks pretty nice. And if you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to mprnews.org. Download our news app or just turn on the radio. Hope you have a good day today. I'm Kathy Warzer.